Hello and welcome to the Sobo Lens Podcast. This is Jim and Joe sharing their stories and life experiences. Sobo today for a better tomorrow. This is Life Through the Sobo Lens. Hello guys and gals. Welcome to episode 40 of the Soberlands podcast. I'm joined by Mr. Jim. How are you, Jim? Hey, Joe, what's going on? 40 episodes. Quattro. I think that means four, but it sounds close. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what 40 is in Spanish. Sorry, everyone. Quattro and nada. <laughs> okay uh but uh yeah so everyone welcome this is another weekly episode uh how's everything going jim how's your week been good good um same stuff we're supposed to get some uh inclement weather tomorrow so yeah i'm off work so that's kind of cool yeah yeah that's good they called it for you you don't have to go in it's going to be unsafe i heard it is Uh, i was surprised my work called last snowstorm because they very rarely do but i was happy about it i figured you'd be digging out going in oh it was it was bad here i i fell i hurt my wrist and my back like when i got to the pavement underneath my driveway like under the two feet of snow it was all ice from whatever was there before and like i i went like head you know head over heels literally like when i was pushing with the shovel like and it it was bad What's that Tales for Fear song, Head Over Heels, right? It's like a scene from Donnie Darko. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I literally went airborne and I was like, oh, I'm so over this weather. It took forever to drive. This driveway is huge. And, and I'm the only one on the street that doesn't have a paved driveway. And it's so much hotter when it's not paved. And um, Save it. I'm, I'm going to because it's just pay. a pain in the ass and nobody wants to come you know do the driveway if you're not paved i had like a couple different guys my mom asked and they were like oh it's not paved no i'm not fucking doing dirt no i'm not doing this and that because there's rocks and shit and i'm like yeah they'll, they'll pick it up and fuck up your pull yeah so i'm gonna pave it probably next year or so but i uh yeah so uh I know that uh, you just hit a, what, 900 days sober, something like that? I did, yep, yep. For now, last, uh, when we last recorded, yeah, it was 900, I think, the Friday, about a week ago. Cool, cool. I'm pumped, man. Same, uh, still doing the work, still uh, on the grind. Every day is a new day. Yep. I'm on, you know. I love it. I love watching the days stack up. Someone said to me, you know, if you're, um, like how you know just say what it is like and it is i'm at like two and a half years or something i'll be uh two years i'll be three years in august but i like watching the day stack up so like the hundreds 900 uh, mm-hmm. a thousand those are cool milestones to me yeah that's cool that's and like good. they always say you know it's my journey so i, I do what i want <laughs> um what about you how's your week going it's good. It's good. Um, you know, life is, you know, it's been kind of slow here and there, homework. Um, I've been just catching up on old episodes of Cheers. I just finished the first season. Um, it's amazing, like, how good that 
that show still holds up and it, it still makes you laugh the jokes and you know the you connect with the characters i especially connect with sam malone played by ted danson because he's sober and he runs a bar and here and there he is tested to drink you know on certain occasions and um it's really cool watching that because as a kid, I totally didn't, that was over my head when I, you know, in the late eighties, early nineties, I'd call you Joe Malone, but that name's already been taken. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm really connecting with the show and I, I started the second season today and I just, I don't have anything else to watch. I've watched all the newer stuff that's on, you know, streaming these days and we're kind of in, like a wait and see mode with different shows that might be coming back. Like I know stranger things supposedly coming back, um, which I'd like to see because it's been like three years. It feels like those kids must look about 30 now because <laughs> every year they come back. It has been a while. Yeah. And every year they came back, it was so far in between that it's like, you know, they started as 11. They're going to end it. It's they're going to be 30. <laughs> Their voices have all changed. I think they said what one more. Either this one's the last or there's one more after this. Yeah, I think it's one or two more. Um, but, I mean, it's taken so long because, you know, the COVID, I guess, and all that stuff affected it. And the kids are making movies now, so that affected it because they're all kind of making a name for themselves. But Look at the, uh, look at the you know, everyone talks about the uh, the girl 11 that being the star. Right. But the other kid that's kind of uh, the star wasn't supposed to be the star. Yeah. What's the kid with the um the kid with the lisp? Yeah, the dreadlock, the, yeah. the crazy hair. Yeah, um, Dustin, Dustin. Yeah. yeah, he's and it's funny because he's turned into like you know an attractive young man, and like the first season he was a goofy, you know he had that lisp. He was like endearing because of that, and now you see him in things, and it's like a different person. <laughs> he's making that lisp money. Yeah, enough money to fix. <laughs> he can he can fix anything he wants now yeah so yeah but i've oh. just you know what else you really about music um just i've been listening to uh some christian music uh 107.3 up here in new hampshire is a, a christian uh channel and there's a lot what, of good like, songs like kurt franklin and stuff like that yeah like you know like like, alternative. Hands, like the uh like the hold hold your hand up with the spirit and all that other no stuff. it's more like it sounds just like you know the regular stuff you would hear on like kiss 108 but like you know christian based lyrics and stuff and it, it's you know really cool actually uh some of the stuff because you know if i'm having a bad day at work i'll like the other day i came out and i'm listening to the words of this song you know eight o'clock at night and i'm like oh my god i'm really like i i really needed this it was like it was almost talking to me and it was like there's going to be brighter days ahead God's going to give you brighter days. And I had had a really, really bad day and had a headache and it really helped me. And it's, you know, so I started looking up these different artists and finding them on, you know, whatever music based streaming stuff. Uh, and it, it's been really good. Uh, so I've been doing that. Um, I've been listening to, you know, a little electronic here and there, bossa Nova. Uh, there's a, that I, I think I sent you that Russian or Ukraine band before Molcha Doma. They're really good. Uh, they're like a, like a Russian, like craft work almost uh, with a goth kind of vibe, almost like, like Depeche mode, Bajas. Um, sounds like something from like an eighties kind of like movie soundtrack, but they're touring South America right now. I, I would if like us to go see them, if they ever come here, 
I don't know how big of an audience they have, but remember I discovered them when I was inside uh, a local hot topic. I think it was at like Saugus mall or something. And uh, I was, I Shazam them. I was like, Hey, I was like, what song is this? Cause I was like, this is not what you usually hear. And Shazam was this 10 years ago. Or was this like <laughs> the other day? <laughs> well, I, I, Hey Siri did, uh, but I know that she owns Shazam now. That's why you don't hear about Shazam. <laughs> they bought them out. Well, but uh, oh, and there's my my Apple laptop. No, I didn't want to talk to you, Siri. No, no. <laughs> Siri, who was literally just typing all the words we would just say. <laughs> I don't listening. understand what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, Molchak Doma for everyone out there. Uh, really good band. Um, and anyone in the in the New Hampshire area, it's 107.3. Um, really good. Uh, you can probably stream station. it online too, I imagine, if you look up the radio station. Yeah, yeah. And and K Love. It's called K Love. K Love. And um, I think they're national. Uh, K Love. K Love. Christian with a K. Yeah. And um, there's a, you know, they have a website and then they have another site called Access More which has a lot of access to like uh, podcasts, Christian podcasts and faith-based things. So that's so, more of like a deep dive. Yeah. Probably like yeah. deep diving type shit. Yeah. And I found a couple of really good podcasts I was listening to. Um, they even had like um, R.C. Sproul, who was a famous uh, theologian uh, preacher guy. I don't know if he's Baptist or Calvinist, but uh, really, really like deep stuff, but like a you know really well-spoken guy um on all kinds of topics of like uh things you encounter in the bible and in life and like he even has one podcast like you know on uh extraterrestrial life like what does it mean to uh, to faith-based people on, on the earth like it was a really good stuff i was just talking to joe before we uh started the 40th episode and we're gonna get back into the faith-based stuff and talking about talking to different guests about their faith and how they've mm -hmm. been tested and mm -hmm. how they get through uh, certain situations because we don't you know we know there's we both believe in God and I can say that because I know Joe believes in God as well but mm -hmm. others might believe in something else and that's cool too um, yep. we have some cool guests coming up coming on and they're going to hit you with their stories and we're going to talk shop and um, we're excited to have them come on the show. Yeah. So yeah. Gonna be I'd good. like to have um, our buddy Paul back on as well. He really, Paul, uh, Paul absolutely will be back on. Yep. Big faith individual, him and his wife, good people. Um, and they always like our, uh, our faith-based posts on our Instagrams and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, I, I've really been doing a lot of praying and soul searching this last week. Cause uh just been having, you know, a, you know, a downtime in life and, and, and struggling with certain things. And um, it, it's been so hard. So I've, I've been trying to really, you know, listen to this faith-based music and, and when I can pray um, and, you know, even bought a few more books. One just arrived out on the doorstep. Was one of them a Bible? Uh, no, 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 no. I haven't had a Bible delivered in, you know, about a month, but um it, it was a, it's about St. Paul and it's by um, a guy who's kind of a fringe um, theological uh, Christian. He's not really 
I can't say he's faith-based because he's, I don't think he is a believer. I think he was a Christian, but he's an archaeologist. His name's James, Dr. James Tabor. He's on a lot of stuff. You've seen him on things on the history channel. And yeah, uh, sounds familiar. Yeah. He was the one with that other guy that dug up that tomb like 20 years ago and uh, said it was the Jesus family tomb. That might be what it's from. Yeah. Uh, him and that other guy, Simka, Jacob, Jacob or whatever, Jova bitch. But, uh, Something like that. And I think, yeah, Sim, the other guy's name is Simka, but he's really smart, but he's kind of, you know, he doesn't believe in the physical resurrection of Jesus. Uh, he's one of those kind of guys, um, things like that. And, and you know, there are Christians who, who don't believe in the, in the physical, actual resurrection from the grave bodily. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think I would disagree with them, but it, it, it's, it's okay. I mean, you're still a Christian, but so basically this book I got by him is about St. Paul and how he doesn't really believe that Paul believed in a physical resurrection, even though many people will say Paul did. Um, Cause people forget, you know, St. Paul never actually met Jesus. He had a, an encounter with Christ on the road to Damascus, you know, four, three years after the death of him. So like, you know, a lot of people take issue with that. Um, but if you think about it, that's really where the whole Christian faith kind of, divulged from was that experience because he went all over the world proclaiming jesus and the christian faith so spread the good news yeah i mean so i'm interested to read this book because i i mean i clearly think that paul believed in a bodily resurrection from the empty tomb and all that of jesus christ but uh it'll be interesting to see you know what points he makes um giving the other you know argument on it so I saw him on a recent, he was on the Myth Vision podcast for anyone out there who watches these kind of podcasts. There's a guy called Myth Vision who uh, actually is a former Christian. He's a recovering addict, so he, he is sober. Your and, kids are uh, background vocals there. Uh-oh. And uh, this guy, Myth Vision. So for anyone who's recovering addict, sober, he's good in that respect. Um, because he, he is a former, but he's a former Christian. He's a now atheist leaning. So he kind of has like the Bart Ehrman's of the world, uh, and, and the Tabers of the world, like people who used to be Christians, but are still, you know, new Testament scholars, but they don't believe. And so it's kind of biased, um, which everything is because the Christian based ones are biased too, going the other way, but it's, he always has really good guests on and he was just a guest of his in this last week. So that's why I bought the book and took about a week to get here, which isn't bad, but um, he, he has a couple of new books out as well. James Tabor. So anyone who's listening, check him out. He's a really smart guy. I don't believe in everything that he says. Like he was the recent thing he was saying about Jesus was you believed you know, him enough to buy the book. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but he was recently on the myth vision podcast talking about the whole Pantera Roman soldier that may have um, conceived Jesus with Mary out of wedlock like that. It's been going back thousands of years, this theory, you know, the people who don't believe in the virgin birth kind of thing. Um, there's this whole other thing. And actually the band Pantera is actually named after him. Yeah. And um, you know, so he was trying to make a good case for this Roman soldier who may have been Jewish that Mary might have fooled around with before she was with Joseph. 
and that's where Jesus's biological father came from. But of course, many Christians are going to say, absolutely not. Born of the Virgin Mary, you know, immaculate, uh, you know, all that stuff. So it, it opens up a wormhole for a lot of Christians. So, you know, a lot of people don't like what Tabor has to say. Um, but it, that, it, and that's your choice. That's the, the cool thing about opinions. Like, I, I don't like listening to people's opinions. I mean, sometimes, I mean, it's, yeah, it, you, know, you know, what are you gonna do? I don't, but, you know, I don't believe in everything that, oh, oh, we'll, we'll save that topic for another time. We have, we have a, an unannounced guest here. Hi. Hi. Kia ora from Aotearoa, New Zealand. Hello, Karen. <laughs> Are you guys on video or audio only? We we're are on, so we we post oh. the we post the video to Instagram and then we also upload the audio as well. Okay, because I didn't know how glamorous to make myself, so I put some lipstick on. I ran a finger through my hair. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You look great. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. We weren't sure if you were coming or not. <laughs> yes. uh, did I get the time wrong? I'm notoriously bad at figuring out time zones. No, is, I mean, is... I, I, no, you're good. We're we're good, and we awesome. also knew that you could. We knew you could drop in with the link. So yeah, yeah. Well. Cool. Well, we're happy you showed up. <laughs> Very happy to be here. So, what's going on? What have I missed? Uh, no, we we're just talking about some uh, faith-based things that I had been uh, looking into the last week, Christian podcasts and uh, radio stations here in my local area. Um, but uh, now we'll talk about you, Karen. <laughs> okay. yeah, do you want to tell the, uh, our listeners a little bit of your story and um, how you came to be sober? Yeah, sure. Um so yeah, my name's Karen and I'm, I've got the sober underscore Keza handle on Instagram. So I'm, um, I'm sort of share a bit about my story, but more kind of from since I stopped drinking onwards. But to go back, um, I grew up um, in New Zealand. I live in New Zealand and it's a really boozy country here. It's like England or Ireland. It's I think maybe America to a lesser extent, but um it's really boozy. Australia is the same. Um, everybody, it's just really normal to go to barbecues and booze is flowing. It's just very, very normal to drink um, and get quite drunk. And um, so that's what I did. And um, until I was probably, yeah, in my in my 40s and there was the lockdowns in 2020 here in New Zealand and around the world with COVID. And um just found myself drinking way too much and like you know trying to panic buy food and get a you know dozen bottles of wine delivered um so I always had wine in the house and kind of that sort of thing like many others and drinking alone a lot um and then at a certain point I was just like this is this is too much like this is you know it just didn't ever feel really healthy and well and just didn't feel great so I decided to have a break for dry July which is like your you have dry January I think dry it's quite a, we, we do dry July it's quite a big deal here and it's sort of it's really socially acceptable people get behind it it's like 
it's fine if you just stop drinking for a month. People kind of get behind it. It's the weirdness comes in if you keep going and don't start again. You know, it's like people don't know what to do with you. Um, I, would, I would always take dry January and be like, oh, I'm going to do dry January. And then I would February would be always be a nightmare because I just hit them, hit it harder than I did. I was like, oh, I earned this. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I I decided to do it and give myself a little break. I was just thinking I'd interrupt my drinking. I didn't ever think I'd do it forever or anything like that. But ended up sort of feeling quite good about it all. And, you know, had had that kind of like anxiety, low-level anxiety all the time and never just feeling super well. And that all started to go away and I felt really good. And so maybe the two things are connected. I don't know. <laughs> um so kept going and then at some point started reading you know a lot of women's um, books about giving up drinking and their stories and how they went about it and how they felt so much better and and decided to just stick with it for a bit longer didn't announce it didn't make a big deal of it um, until I was about 18 months sober which was really recently that was about a month ago and I was like at a party and um a friend of mine was there and he was asking, he's like, are you still doing that sober thing? Like, oh my God, you know? And um, I said, yeah. And I said, not only am I still doing it, I've just decided I'm going to double down. I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to publicly, I said, you couldn't pay me to go back now. I'm done. like, that's it. I'm done. And I was like, yeah, that felt like the right thing to do. And Nick minute, here I am on a podcast <laughs> telling you guys about awesome. it. <laughs> I yeah. say that I just hit uh, 900 days Yay. last week. So congratulations. Thank you. And I said the same thing. I'd never give those days up for the world. No. It, it's no. so much better. It's awesome. Yeah. It's the best thing. Like I was saying to somebody, um, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life and it cannot be a coincidence. It just can't be. Um, that coincided with this time that I hadn't been drinking because not only do you take away the booze which is a depressant which is crushes your motivation and just makes you want to lie in bed all day and feel sorry for yourself if you're hungover um if you take that out of the picture you just naturally start feeling better but then with the time that you've got over time once you get a few days of sobriety under your belt um and are more solid in it you can kind of start looking out and like well what's next for me what am I going to do now with all this time and all this money that I've got now <laughs> um you and that's save a good chunk of change yeah 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 so that's been really cool for me and like looking at what next and setting goals and trying to achieve my like trying to build my dream life it's, and the thing is, you're never too young or too old to stop. I mean, people, are, you see people in the community that are 20 and stop and, you know, 30 and stop. There's no, I think when you have enough and you stop, that's what works for you. And when you find out what you, like you say, what you want to do and who you are and what you like, it's like, who is this person? You know, yeah, like yeah. Yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. I wish I had stopped when I was younger, but I'm very glad I didn't leave it till I was older. So I'm glad. I'm just glad I've done it. Yeah, because it does get easier, and yeah. I think that's the that that's the thing that I've you know once the first probably six weeks was over, like that was pretty hard and just felt quite raw. And how the hell do you cope with all this these emotions just coming at you twenty four seven like? Right. 
I know that I was talking to someone else from Australia and they were like, you know, the lockdowns are really hard because you guys had it harder than we did for sure. Um, They were, they were going around and like putting you like saying you can't leave your house and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We did four months of lockdown last year in Auckland. I mean, that, you know, what, what we consider a lockdown and what you guys had are two totally different things. Like yeah, they, yeah. they forced you to stay in. Pretty much. Yeah. We weren't supposed to leave. Yeah. You would, you would get fined or arrested or something. Was that true? No, no, not that bad. But um, it was just um, the, the whole message from the government was like, stay home, save lives. Um, well, you know. That was a message in the States as well. But I think like, I don't know this, I was talking to someone else and they made it seem like I was like, oh, I thought it was like, the same thing but a little and they were they were hysterical they were like it's real bad it's this it's that it's this and i was like wow like it's amazing how different parts of the world experienced it different yet it was the same you know mm, yeah same thing, but different parts of the world dealt with it differently yeah yeah it was hard it was really hard because we're wired for connection you know and i think yeah it's hard when you it's like a punishment being kept apart from each other, even if you don't really like people all that much, you know, it's like you still want to see a few people sometimes. Yeah. yeah holiday got canceled and then everything got canceled. Yeah. We've only now just started talking about opening the borders up to Kiwis wanting to come home from Australia after many months of the months, if not year, a year or more, um, taking a real chance with getting into New Zealand through the lottery system to get a, a, a spot in the managed um, isolation facilities, uh, which we have at the border. Um, but they're all starting to be disbanded now, so hopefully it should start getting a bit easier to come home. <laughs> that is wild. Wow. That's, that's a good thing. You always want to go home. You know, if home, you know, home's different for everyone, and if you people want to go home yeah 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 um so any you know so what's it been about a two years for your sobriety two coming years? up yeah so first of june uh dry, yeah dry july so the end of june first of july is my two years cool congrats so, thank you yeah <laughs> if we want to do something to celebrate that i feel like that's pretty awesome yeah, it is. It is. I just hit two years, uh, January 13th. So, oh, congratulations. What, what did you do? Nice. <laughs> what didn't he do? What did you do to celebrate? Tell me. Oh, it was, it was, you know, buck wild crazy. You know? <laughs> Early <laughs> night. <laughs> Hot chocolate, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I went streaking through the neighborhood, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, uh, are you, uh, do you do you go to church? Do you go to meetings? Or? No, I don't do either of those things. Um, I I used Alan Carr's book to stop drinking and change the way I thought about drinking. It worked really well for me to stop smoking when I was thirty many years ago. Um, so instead of sort of being jealous of people who were still able to do that thing, to mm-hmm. change my thoughts about I don't want to do that thing. Like that's disgusting. Right. And, and reading a lot of quit lit, you know, books about um, how it's poison, which it is, and carcinogenic, and all the things that big alcohol hide from us. Um, like, since stopping, I'm like, 
It is in every book, every magazine, every movie, every TV show. It's glamorized, you know, unless unless you're the alcoholic, you know. Um, um, so just tried to change the way I thought about it and decided I didn't want to drink it anymore. So stopping for me, at least, was relatively easy compared to stopping smoking. Stopping smoking was so hard and took me many, many, many goes. But um, yeah, use that. And then um, the hardest thing was probably um, just knowing what to do once I wasn't somebody who drank anymore because all my life had been built around that sort of interaction with people and going out and boozing, you know? Yeah, yeah I believe that was... Yeah, I mean, we're from Boston and, you know, I'm sure, you know, Boston is kind of like England, Ireland, uh, you know, I don't know about Australia and New Zealand, but, uh, you know, we have ancestors, you know, so Boston's thought of as, you know, those kind of a town, you know, where everyone drinks and everybody, it's always been like that. Um, And it's, it's hard because everywhere we went, everything we do was included yeah who's was around us just like you said at barbecues at this at that everywhere so i mean i i had to re you almost have to retrain your brain and relearn like you said relearn what to do in those situations yeah i myself i enjoy listening to music and going out the places so it was hard to because you associate certain songs with drinking and yeah i used to get really you know i really tied one on to this song and yeah to learn like okay it's it's not the song it was the you know you were addicted to drinking you have to the song is still the song or the band is still the band you have to kind of it took me a while to be able to listen to certain songs and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah i i've started dating again and that is freaking hard so far (laughs) holy moly talk about like because in the old days i just always meet at a bar and just get a wine take the edge off and of course you just mostly hit it off because you know yeah everyone got the liquid really, courage and liquid you know. courage, not even really there you're just like um you know you've taken yourself away a bit by being a bit tipsy so now um i'm like okay first of all what the hell do you do on a sober date right <laughs> how do you do it how do you, yeah it's so much more awkward and nerve-wracking but um getting good you know good for if that's if people who want to date if you want to date and do it sober like fantastic it's that takes courage too to say hey i'm gonna do this but i'm gonna do it sober that's another thing the whole dating like revolves around booze (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i've put in my profile um that i don't drink and i think that's a natural filter for people big boozy drinkers yeah haven't approached me which is good because I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hit it off with those guys these days you know um, in a romantic way I wouldn't expect to end up with someone who doesn't drink at all because I think it's in New Zealand it's still pretty unusual to not drink at all um but I'd be I think I'd be okay with someone who would like have the odd beer at a barbecue or something like that right. you know but just not need to have a bottle of wine every night the whole the whole left side of the drink menu. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see it. 
I see all these places popping up in the States as like soba bars and stuff like mm. that. And I would yeah. go to those. Just one hasn't come to Boston yet. Right. Maybe you could open it. Open yeah. one. <laughs> I don't have the capital to do that. I wish I did. <laughs> Jim, I, actually, I, Jim, Jim used to work at Cheers. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I worked at Cheers in Fingal Hall. <laughs> um, but I've worked in a bar as well. Mm. I love the... I love the interaction and the hanging with the people and hearing their stories and hanging with friends. And so like, but I can do that with coffee or I can do that with, yeah. I do do the non-alcoholic beverages here and there. Yeah. Um, pop water and stuff like that. So I, I don't miss it at all. Neither. Neither do I. And, and I, I feel what I've started feeling and saying is that I feel more in the flow of life now I feel more like the connections I make are real you know um and just mean more and the things that were fun are still fun because they are fun <laughs> yeah they're more fun because you don't do anything stupid to ruin it all at the end of the night or forget what happened because you're so wasted that the next I ruined, day i ruined a lot of times <laughs> me, too, me too yeah yeah all my worst not all of them but a lot of the worst moments in my life all involved alcohol mm -hmm. yeah yeah me too. i can pretty much agree to that too yeah you have anything else to uh well no no um so uh I'm glad we finally got Karen on because uh, <laughs> you know we've been talking about it for a little bit. We uh, have, we have. It's hard because of the time zones. And, it's, and yeah, it's really difficult. It's hard to figure it out. But because what time is it there now, and what day is it? It's eight o'clock Thursday. <laughs> eight o'clock p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Is it's two o'clock on Friday afternoon. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah do, I, do I have birds in the background? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what is wild? I see a monkey hanging from the wall. I hear birds. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> New Zealand's so wild. It's like a jungle. <laughs> hey, well, thanks very much for having me on. I wish you well. And yeah, um, thanks for the opportunity to come and say hello. G'day. Fantastic. Good day to you too. Thanks, guys. I'll leave you to it. Thank you. We'll see Bye. you soon. See ya. So that was a nice pop in uh, yeah. surprise on episode 40. That was cool. Uh, we, we planned on starting the episode with her, but she was running a few minutes late and um, we gave her the link and she jumped right in. So that was, that was cool. Very good. Yep. So what else you got, Joe? uh nothing nothing want to uh, wrap it up with some, i was gonna give i was gonna let karen do some shout outs but yeah i don't know she she missed out <laughs> um so i'll go first with the shout outs if you want to wrap this up this episode 40 i will give a shout out to karen for coming on um i know it takes you know a little bit of courage to come on especially if it's a new podcast or your first podcast or speaking to anyone so shout out to karen for coming on and uh telling us a little bit of her story and how she's doing and also i would like like to give a shout out to jay chase from don't touch my mindset podcast i do want to try and have him on mm -hmm. um, check him out on instagram he's at the jay chase 
Um, he's doing phenomenal things in the sober community, always hyping it up. Um, he's doing different methods with pivot and stuff like that. So check him out if you can. Uh, Joe, what do you got? Uh, just uh, shout out to anyone that uh, wants to be on our podcast. Uh, just, you know, inbox us on our, you know, sober lens joe and the sober lens handles on instagram and just let us know and we'll try to get you on and we're pretty flexible um if you can be flexible as well and uh shout out to everyone out there who's gonna have another day or week of sobriety and just keep going and you know to all the faith-based people just keep praying and do whatever you got to do because uh it's only so all those who want faith-based stop praying yeah, you know, it's only, it's good for you. It's good for the soul and, uh, you know, it can only help you live longer. And so, yeah, this was uh, episode 40 of The Sober Lens. Can't believe we're at 40 episodes, but uh, thanks to Jim and I for uh, keeping the uh, torch going. I'd like to thank me. I'd like to thank myself. <laughs> but uh, me. Yeah, everybody uh, have a good week out there, a good sober week. Have a good week. We'll see you next week for episode 41. Peace.